podcast world. This is Havila Cunnington, and this is the Havila Cunnington Podcast. I'm really glad that you're tuning in today. I have some things that I'm going to share with you that I think is going to shift your perspective in how you're living, or maybe it will just confirm how you're living your life and give you that extra boost. Today, I'm going to be talking about the five misconceptions or the five hangups to trying new things. The reality is if we're going to live a life on purpose and live a life designed as a Christ follower, then we're going to have to try new things and we're going to have to know how to face those things well, the things that kind of stop us from doing them well or maybe not doing them at all. So I'm excited to share about my own personal journey in trying new things and the things that I'm focused on in this season. For those of you that are new to me, I'm a wife and a mom. I have four boys, ages nine all the way to three. I've also run a couple ministries, and uh, most of the time you can find me between the washer and the dryer or at the, at the carpool line. But I do have a heart to help people, help you figure out how to live your life in the way that was intended to live all along. There's these things that I felt maybe I missed uh, maybe in my journey that people didn't help me with or maybe I just was too busy to catch. And I want to make sure that you don't miss it. I want to make sure that you catch these things so you can live this life and enjoy the life like John 10.10, enjoy the life, the abundant life that God came to give us. I'm sitting on my back porch and the sun is shining and there's a gentle breeze. So you might even hear my chimes. But I want to talk to you today about the five hangups that we face when trying new things. The five hangups we face when trying new things. Because there is resistance to trying new things. And I get that. I'm that girl who things have not come easily, but I've put in the work. I've had to do the hustle to make it happen. And I know a lot of you are out there hustling. You're You're eating and praying and hustling. Um, In a good way, you are focused on building a life, and I love that. So I'm going to try to keep this not too long. I'm going to try to give you some thoughts that will help you. So today I went to the gym, and if you follow me a little bit, you'll know that I am not an avid, um, I'm not an athlete, let's try it there, and I'm also not, I haven't been a consistent person who's worked out. I've kind of a really good starter, but I'm not a good finisher, and we've been at this thing, my husband and I, for about six months, we've been working hard. We've been going to our CrossFit gym, and I'm trying to build more stamina in my life um, and just more strength, more ability to parent my kids well and not be tired at night or uh, all the travel on airplanes and in the car. I want to be able to con- consistently build my my muscles and um, keep what I have Uh, going. So I'm sure you're out there and some of you guys are not in that season. So good. I'm glad you're not. But if you need to be, then jump on. It's the right season to do that. So anyway, today we went to the gym and our instructor said to us, I want, we're not going to do any, you know, regular stuff that we normally do, lift weights or calisthenics or, you know, the regular stuff. We're just going to run a 5k. And I was so disappointed. You know how you're, you think, you know, I could run at my house. I don't want to run with a bunch of people. Um, and and secondly, I'm probably not going to run at my house. So why would I want to run here? <laughs> so I was paddling. And again, I, I have run a 5K a couple times in my life, but I prepped for that. And it was like, oh, I don't want to do this. 
And as I was running and I, I amazingly finished, which was basically where I was trying to go today, was not win any awards, but finish what I had started out to do. I was thinking about this concept of what holds us back. What are the things we face when we uh, try new things? And this can happen in the workplace. This can happen as a new parent. This can happen as a, as a youth leader or an author or whatever we're doing out there. This can happen. And I want to just expose those areas. So first thing you have to do when you try new things is you have to reject your first thought. Your first thought is always one of self-preservation. You're looking for danger. You're like, I don't want to do this. And the first thing you w- you'll say to yourself is, I don't want to do this. Um, oftentimes, that's a really normal experience. I don't want to do something new. I'm already working hard. I already am at my place of keeping my anxiety low. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to face fear. I don't want to face uh, public opinion. I don't want to face any of that. I just want to stay where I am. I was prepared mentally to do one thing and now you're asking me to do another. So the first thing you have to do is reject the first thought. What if I fail? What's the worst thing that can happen if you fail? If you don't finish, well, people will mock me. Okay, but that's not enough to not fail. And secondly, you're not where you used to be. You're a different person. So you have a different uh, strength and stamina and grace that you haven't had before because you have a new awareness of who God's called you to be. So you're going to have to expose that first thought and ignore it. You have to ignore it, that part of you that wants to run, that part of you that wants to hide, that part of you that wants to, uh, you know, that initial part is to respect it, say, yeah, that's there, but I'm not going to listen to that first voice that says, I'm either going to run, I need to, I need to actually show up. So reject the first thought. Secondly, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not working. I think oftentimes we can get caught in the thought that if it's difficult, then we're doing something wrong. And the truth is things are hard, specifically when you're trying new things. It's difficult. It's, you don't have your, your regular uh, fallback mode of this is what I did last time or this is how I've done this. You don't have that. So I think we have to break up with that misconception that hard is bad and easy is good. That is not true. In fact, that's not even biblical. Uh, the reality is things are going to be different for us and sometimes difficult for us, but we're going to have to face difficult and hard to get to get through it. And, and secondly, who told you that just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not working? Oftentimes, it's the only way to go where we need to go is to face the hard. To, if we've never gotten up early in the morning and we want to get up early, we're going to be tired a couple of days in a row until we do it. If we're trying to cut out something in our lives, maybe something we eat or something that is not healthy for us, it's, we're going to go through withdrawals. So that's normal oftentimes, but to overcome that and realize that just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not working. Secondly, thirdly, it's a, it's a, it's okay to be alone. And even today, as I was running, I realized that I was the last one in, in the set that I was in. And I started to feel bad about it. You know, I'm trying, I'm running. I didn't know I was gonna run a 5K. I'm not prepared for this. And I feel bad that I'm behind everybody. But ultimately, I have to be okay with running alone. And I found this in my own spiritual life as a woman of God, as a mom, as a leader. I have to be okay with being alone and realizing that I'm building a future 
that I'm not, I may, I may be the last one running, but I'm the first one off the couch. And that's really, really important. We have to embrace that. Uh, find your pace. Find the pace that fits you and run that well. Don't focus on being the fastest or the brightest or the strongest or the cutest. Run your pace. The goal is to finish, not to finish first. And secondly, uh, focus on those in front of you. If I focused on those behind me or the ones that didn't run the 5K, well, then I'm going to be thinking I'm amazing and I'm going to slow down. I'm not going to push myself. But if I focus on those in front of me, I'm going to be more motivated to keep going and run stronger. And I don't mean that in our spiritual walk, someone is in front of us uh, as if they're winning, but they're, they're the trailblazers. They're the ones that can lean and we can go, well, if they're doing it, I can do it. They should be a person of hope, not a person of competition. So that's very important. Uh, fourthly, watch your self-talk. What's self-talk? It's how you talk to yourself when you're alone, when you're by yourself. What are you saying to yourself? What's motivating you? If shame is motivating you, well, that's a good motivator, meaning that it can keep you out of certain things, but it's not enough to bring you life. If, if fear is motivating you, well, you know, fear can be a friend of ours and it can keep us from certain things, but it's not going to give, unlock our hearts to live full and wholehearted. So how do you talk to yourself? Listen to yourself. If I'm saying, I can't do this. Why did he expect me to do this? You know, what's wrong with me? I've had four babies. I'm never going to be able to do this. If I'm saying that to me, the slower my pace gets. The more that I can say, everyone who's run, run a 5K or a 6K or a 10K, whatever we're talking about, I don't even know if there's a 6K, I think it's just a 10K, or a marathon, they've had to run these same miles. So I have to be okay with that and really watch how I talk to myself. Things like, you're not tired, uh, you're, you can do this, you're strong, you're stronger than you were, this is just the beginning, and start actually talking. Um, and I even, there was a point when I'm just praying, God help me, strengthen me, strengthen my body, I need help, ask God. And lastly, you have to keep your head up. What I noticed is that as you're running, if you're looking down at your feet, you're going to trip. If you look down at your feet, you're not going to see where you're going. And, and the reality is we all need to know where we're going. So get your head up. Where are you going? Who are you trying to be? What kind of family are you trying to build? What kind of ministry are you trying to build? What kind of man or woman do you want to be? Well, you're going to have to have a destination. Where are you going? One thing we do in our own home, our own lives, is we have a family mission statement. It's not fancy. It's not, we didn't work years on it. It's just a simple, this is where we're going. So the decisions that come along our desk or our computer, they are dictated not by the need, but they're dictated by the mission. So where are you going? If you want to be healthy, then when you go to someone's house to eat, you're going to be more prone to see where do I want to be in six months, not, well, I need to eat, so I'll just eat what's in front of me. So it's destination living. You have to go forward. So this is all part of the stuff that I face. I hope that this helps you. I'll just review them really quick. Reject your first thought. Your first thought is your old pattern. You're going to have to ignore that and think new thoughts. Secondly, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not working. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's wrong. You're still growing. Keep going. Number three, being alone is okay. Don't worry. Even if you have to do it alone for a while, you'll find your new tribe. And your new tribe will be those that have run ahead 
and you'll find, you'll find that. So stick to your pace and focus on those that are already doing it. Fourthly, self-talk is vital. How do you talk to yourself? Listen to yourself and begin to change your own verbiage. Fifth, keep your head up. Where are you going? Decide where your destination is and live as, a, as someone who has a destination living versus someone who's just trying to get by. So I hope that this helps you. I'm always honored that you guys hang out with me. And again, I'm on the journey too. I may be a little bit ahead in some areas and trailblazing, but there are seasons when I was not, and this is what it took. So I hope that it helps you. Uh, One last thing, don't forget to go to truthtotable.com, truthtotable.com, and sign up for our first, our, our March study called Radical Growth, a Guidebook to Building a Vibrant Life. Please, please, please don't delay. Join us. It's going to be incredible. 20 days of free videos to get you going on building your vibrant life in the springtime right before Easter. It's going to be great. And any anywhere else you want to find us, we're on, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. Uh, you can also go to HavlaCunnington.com to find out where I'm speaking next. But I love you guys. Keep going. It's worth it. It's worth it, worth it, worth it. I love you guys, and I'll catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,